to Cuckoo's First Flight, uh, a rather experimental podcast from a team at Big Punch Studios in which we attempt to play, write and develop an entirely new RPG system and mechanic from scratch in real time because we're masochists. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hiya. Um, once again, if you're joining us, uh, probably you recognise our voices by now, but in case you don't, I'm John. I'm Ali. I'm Nick. And I'm Lucy. And uh, we are playing uh, a crazy little game of our own devising, set within the universe of Cuckoos, mm. which is one of the stories we make as a team of creators. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing uh, this first uh, kind of inaugural uh, game for a few weeks now. Um, I feel we are approaching the end state, but because this is uh, like a, a de- you know, it's a work in progress and we are... It's open source. Exactly. And we are <laughs> trying to improve the game as we develop it nothing is set in stone i think we're quite lucky in that it hasn't flat out failed no. yeah, yeah which is quite yeah. good um but before we dive into this our next session uh we had a, a bit of uh, housekeeping we did we we had some lovely feedback from hey. a lovely person hey online uh, called robin node hope i'm pronouncing that correctly he gave me instructions so I'm, i hope i got it right <laughs> um who suggested uh, a use for the strategy stat, um, where it could be used to identify weak points in um, a, an attack, weak points in a villain, in an opponent, um, which we thought was a really interesting idea. I really liked how it's slightly video gamey. How you know yeah, you was like, do they have a giant glowing kind of. eye? <laughs> <laughs> But um, have, with a bit of discussion around the table and with Robin himself, we thought it could go a little bit further, perhaps. So what we'd like to try out is that this will now be the in-game use of the inspiration stat. Mm-hmm. So if you are stuck at any point for what to do, if you are faced with a combat that you feel you need more information about, or a situation that you need a bit of a kick in the right direction, you can roll an inspiration check. And if you pass, the DM will give you a hint. <laughs> yeah, um, because... Um... Uh, for those listening at home, uh, the character creation, which Lucy uh, developed, um, yeah. uh, revolves around eight stats. Uh, strength, will, dexterity, deduction, strategy, knowledge, charisma, and inspiration. Uh, we won't go into them all in detail at this point. Uh, please check out, uh, I think, episode one. Yeah, which hopefully we rambled on about them for a while. <laughs> if yeah. you've got to this point, hopefully you've heard uh, episode one. Uh, however... One of the stats, inspiration, was something I personally found quite exciting going into it because it, I wanted it to be kind of like the X factor. Mm. Like the, the wild card. Exactly, yeah. The thing which can't be planned for or defined. And the, I, the, the issue, however, it's not really an issue, but the issue is we haven't really used... That. No. It hasn't come up, has it? No, it just hasn't been. Ali a... even has a tea set that gives her extra yes, inspiration and has had no reason to use it. <laughs> That's because there, are, there will always be stories that you that are perhaps more combative or yeah. more, yeah, using you know, more charisma stats. or you know. So maybe it's just not one of those times. But I think yeah. um, because all the other stats could govern practically any scenario, mm. I, I'd like because of course we've had combat scenarios and we've had. 
just like exploration and and storytelling scenarios, which mm. I think is pretty standard yeah, for any yeah. role playing system. Mm. And I think all the stats are working absolutely fine uh, out of combat. In fact, the combat we've had, I think, worked. I think it was fine great. as well. Yeah, it I guess... felt quite real. Like yeah. it felt like I could understand what I was doing and mm. how I was hurting people and how I was being hurt. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, and I think um, uh, so. I, I think the one thing is like we could make it more interesting, which is where kind of like Robin's suggestion mm-hmm. has kind of opened up like a, a can of worms. I think a good can of worms because you're thinking about a few ideas, and I really like this idea of because uh, Nick. I mean, you've been playing Final Fantasy twelve. I have lately. recently. Yeah, is there not a spell called like Scan? Yeah, well, yeah, Libra essentially. Libra, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. When you apply it, it... It allows you to not only um, see traps and hidden sort of magics in the world, like as you're navigating the the overworld, but also in combat brings up um, detailed uh, character information for the thing you're fighting. So you find out its name, you find out its level, uh, what it's weak to, which is specifically important, like its elemental weakness, Mm -hmm. and therefore you can start casting spells that are appropriate. Um, and if that if that is applied, if Libra is applied, it's a, it's a skill, I think, rather than a spell. It's like a technique. Yeah, yeah. Um, then that character, as long as it's in your team, will automatically make your party aware of that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, I, um, what I'm thinking is that maybe, like, as we work to solidify these rules and, and, and kind of make us all more comfortable with it, much as in, like, if you're playing D&D, your go-to thing would be rolling for initiative. Mm. That's just your go-to thing in any scenario. Yeah. I think we should all kind of remind ourselves until it becomes second nature to be a bit more aware of like inspiration mm. and to think like what are the situations in which I could apply inspiration because we want we want this to be like a really um, like a very storytelling yeah. based story first yeah entirely yeah so even in combat you know I'd like to see like if you could make a compelling case for doing a thing which is cool a thing which drives mm-hmm. the story forward that would be great but yeah. if you're struggling to think of something or you just need a bit of guidance that's where inspiration could come in and it that, goes on to you then yeah <laughs> well, well, well entirely yeah and, and and until the rules are you know a bit more concrete yeah. this is what we'll we'll do and we'll just we'll mm. try and yeah. be a bit flexible and creative but like um i think it's a good idea because it rulifies it codifies the the exact thing you're saying the x factor that often like top end dungeon masters and really good role playing game players will have uh, in their arsenal anyway, you know, that, that ability to think on their feet and to come up with something quite imaginative. Like, we, I, I mean, John, Ali, and I, are, at least, are quite new to RPGs mm, still, yeah. unlike you, Lucy, who has played quite a lot. Um, and so, you know, sometimes that, that thinking in the right sort of way is a bit mm. of a challenge, and well, maybe no- this I've, will help that. I've noticed even myself, it's been an issue in some RPGs that I've played um, with some groups. You get to a point where you're like, I know the DM wants me to do something, but I have no idea what it is. Yes, exactly, um, yeah. And... That's unfortunate because that very much breaks your immersion in the role play because you're meta gaming. And if there's something in the game that actually just allows you to go, I don't know what I'm doing. What's here? And it could be, as um, John said when we were chatting about this between ourselves, it could be even like the DM points out that there is a chandelier on the ceiling. And it's as simple as that. Uh, Or there is a pipe that's slightly dented in this corner or something and you'll Mm. go, okay, fine, let's look in that direction. Mm. Or it could be you realise that this creature you're fighting has very low will 
And you're like, okay, well, maybe I can trick them rather than mm. yeah, hit yeah. them, you know? Because that, that's the thing, like, um, all the stats we have, I mean, we have physical stats like strength. Well, I mean, like, um, the first four strats maybe lend themselves more obviously to, like, combat. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. we have flat-out strength, which is, you know, something we can all relate to. Um, pardon me. Dexterity, which is speed. I mean, you have will, which is strength of mind, deduction, which is like speed of thought. So I'd always like this idea that like when it came to combat, if you could make a compelling case for attacking with any of it. Like, mm. I mean, like, um, so say you have a gun and the gun gives you a plus two modifier, which allows you to roll two additional dice when attacking. You can choose the stat you want to attack with. So some of these really aren't going to work. Like, you know, uh, it'd be very hard to make... I think you couldn't really make a case where you could use will to attack with the, the gun. With no, the gun. Know what I mean. no. But Unless, I mean... Unless you, you were intimidating be, someone. Yeah. It could yeah, be like... Mm. This is... Well, here's the thing, like... I mean, strength, dexterity, strategy, and charisma immediately, I think, lend themselves to an attack. So you could say, I'm attacking with strength. That's like the most bog-standard bog one you can mm. imagine. You could say I'm attacking with dexterity. It's like acrobatics, or yeah, something. or yeah, or like you, you, you know, you use your speed stat. Like yeah. how quickly can I get? Maybe you climb up on someone's back and like mm. stab yeah. them in the neck. Or then we have, <laughs> then we have like strategy. So you could say like, well, I'm not a very strong character, but I have a high strategy stat. So I'm choosing to attack with strategy. Mm -hmm. So you could say like, well, I'm going to do like a kung fu strike or something. You know, like I'm going to use a very yeah. well aimed strike. Focus on a or, pressure point. Yeah. Or could it be like you attack by like uh, firing your a grapple hook into the ceiling and swinging? At yeah. Them or, you see you know, entirely. So <laughs> this is why Robin's idea is very interesting. So if we take Robin's notion of how do I work out the weak spot mm. and move that onto inspiration, what and I think this would be an interesting. I'd love to hear what all your thoughts are. When we get round to developing, well, we're developing the rules now. This is a live process, but I'd like the idea that maybe we could put into the rules a certain perk that you would get if using one of these stacks, mm -hmm. or like something which would give you reason. So if I attack with strength, you know, I feel like that could be pretty standard. If I attack with dexterity, could it be something like, you know, maybe you can move a little quicker. You may be able to hit multiple targets, but, you know, then they may do less damage. I, I don't make it too complex, mm. but you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, if I choose to attack with strategy, could I get some bonus for doing that? Because I think at the moment, all of you, and quite rightly, because the rules are simple at the moment, have attacked with The strength. attacks are just kind of simple. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, the bonus comes from being able to do it because mm. I have one strength but five dexterity. So if I could somehow make it possible to attack with dexterity mm. and I get to roll five die instead of one, that for me is already a bonus that I'm able mm. to work it in my favour that I'm using my own strengths rather yeah. than my own weaknesses. Okay. No, so interesting. to me that, yeah, that would already be a so, bonus. So what do you all, I mean, um, in the combat so far, what kind of stats were you all attacking with? I was attacking mostly, well, almost exclusively with strength because I had a spear, uh, which gives me plus two in combat. And that just seemed like the most obvious thing to do. A spear is a strength weapon. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that you could use it dexterously, hmm. like more of a sort of um, 
spinning bow staff kind mm. of thing yeah. going on. Or like use it to like vault over yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am not a dexterous uh, individual, so <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Maybe um, this is where the storytelling element comes in. So say like um, you're being attacked by some people and you go, there's a guy right in front of me, I want to shoot him. Mm. I'm like, and you go, and I'm going to shoot him with strength or dexterity, whichever one you want. I'm like, fair. You know, I can see no reason why you couldn't be able to do either. But if you say something like, but there's two guys who are a little further away and they're both running at me, and this is where the storytelling element comes in, and you're like, but I reckon even though this guy's a little close to me, maybe I want to get two quick shots off, or like, I want to do, or as you say, like, I see the chandelier, or I, I want to, like, swing on a rope or something. Mm. And you go, but I want to do that with strength. The DM might be like, well, actually... I think that's it's more. Better of, if you use. Mm-hmm. I think that's more of a speed, and you're like, ah, but my speed's a little Crap. low, and I'm like, Which well, that's not the character yeah. to do that action. Yeah, with. then I'm like, well, that's the kicker. Was it? Then. Is it? Do you think it's more down to you to decide? What, which we use? Do we say what we want to do, and you tell us how we do it? I or? think. I think the, the one thing that's been really good so far is that we're we're all on the same side, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like I, I, again, I this is my first time DMing, but of all the kind of podcasts I've listened to of people playing the game. Like ultimately, it's not you versus the players, no, or no. vice versa. It's we're all working together to tell effort. a cool story. Yeah, that's so all it's like it. so if you want to do something awesome, you I'm do what you can here to, to facilitate it yeah, rather yeah. than mm-hmm. prevent it. Block. Yeah. But I think so at the moment, I think that's working fine. I'm just wondering, like, if there's anything we could write down. So if anyone was playing this at mm. home and wanted to like a little guidance on how to make it work, mm. you know. But I don't know. Unless... No, I think I think this is. I think this is good. Um, we obviously didn't get the chance to try out the whole uh, changes to defence and attack in the last session because nothing attacked us and nothing... He's hoping was... nothing <laughs> I'm sure nothing's fine. I'm sure that massive no. hulking guy who's wandering around here somewhere is just completely dead. Just he's, a red he's fine, yeah. Just yeah. A red it's not a problem. He might be quite nice. He might be, For all yeah. we know. I mean, like, of course, you had in, in the previous session, you had the psychic uh, kind of um, mucus creatures... And they, uh, I think, uh, Ali, they did like um, a, a particular psychic attack on you. And we said, yeah, like, you I know. I froze, didn't I? I was frozen. Oh, that's in right. Fear. Yeah. yeah. So then that was a case where it was like, you need to do a will saving yes. throw. Yeah. Mm, yes, yeah. miserably. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's fine at the moment because we all, you know, I'm making this up and we all know the universe and we know each other. So it's quite forgiving. I mean, yeah. I guess the tricky part is, and this is clearly why coming up with a a role-playing system is tricky and not just everyone does it. Mm. Do you have to try and think of every eventuality? Or? But also the beauty of it is is that you can't sit down without playing a game and think of every eventuality. Like, mm-hmm. If anything, you've kind of got to play it to know for yeah. sure that you know we're, we're encountering new things, things that maybe the system hasn't been prepared for, mm-hmm. and so now we're adapting to accommodate that. Yeah, and um, I like the fact that we can just you know talk about these things and see what works. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Because ultimately we're trying to tell a good story here. Yeah. And I hope you're all having fun doing it. So are we bringing in this new concept then, as of, as of now? Uh, I see no reason yeah. to delay. Let's, cool. try and, let's try and trial it, at least. So yeah, if you fun. can all just kind of keep in mind inspiration, mm-hmm. as it were. And um, I guess we'll take it from there, cool. really. Yeah. Um, shall we get on with trying to not die? Let's mm. do it. Okay. Because apparently we are all dying. <laughs> 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 Roll. Roll for uh, roll for uh, nutrition. 
One. Ah, it's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Put it on the floor. <laughs> it's be accurate, actually, for garlic bread. One, One nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> bread makes you fat. Okay, then. So, how about I do a little recap and then we'll go back in. Sounds beautiful. Okay, so for those just joining us, and if you are just joining us, you probably have no idea what's going on, we are... We enter the extraverse, which is the space between stories, and we are following the crew of the future legend. The future legend being a ship, uh, a bird ship that sails the space between universes and stories. Uh, so our characters are, and a few of you have mouths full of garlic bread right now, so I'll do it for you. Our characters are Lucy playing Rituar. Yep. Uh, who is a... Uh, ATAR scientist. An ATAR scientist. So a large blue humanoid... I have four eyes. You have four eyes. And Two of them on stalks. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have Nick, who is playing Capella, who is... An ex-Melodian, now lamp user. <laughs> and lamp users in the context of extraversal. Uh, a lamp is a very powerful uh, plant-based drug which when taken imbues the body with immense reality-bending power. The catch being is that you go into terrible withdrawal symptoms. You can use the energy in bouts of three, mm-hmm. uh, too colloquially, as wishes. Uh, and then we have Lynette. Mm-hmm. I am a human, f- well, from feline, but I am a human. I'm an engineer. I have a cat called Jason, who is bonded to my soul. I'm currently and, missing, uh, I seem to remember. Yes, mm. I don't know where he is. <laughs> uh, and uh, responding... To a distress call, the future legend has entered a universe uh, where they have found the downed Son of the Silent Age, which is another extraversal ship, and uh, it is colloquially known as a pelican because it has a very, very, very large beak at the front. If anyone's uh, listening to this and would love to know what uh, a kind of extraversal ship looks like, we would recommend going to our website, <laughs> www.bigpunchstudios.com, hopefully where you're listening to this podcast. Uh, because you can check out Extraversal, which is our magazine, which features all the adventures of cuckoos and the extraversal. But as a note, I am going to draw some of these ships. Yeah, especially... Nick has actually been doodling the ships down the margins of his player character sheet. Yeah, so <laughs> I've drawn I've drawn the Son of the Silent Age, and I will do a proper illustration of that down the line. It's going to be very exciting. Okay, so um, entering uh, this universe, you descended to the ground floor, and you... well, ventured... The ground floor of the universe. The ground floor of the universe, sorry. <laughs> you landed... You disembarked and you walked... It's just the two of us, John. There's too much garlic bread on the side of the table. There's a lot of garlic bread being eaten right now. <laughs> it's so good. And you entered the downed hulk of the Son of a Silent Age, finding uh, several kind of zombified former crew members. Why, why was it zombies? Why did it have to be slime zombies? <laughs> uh, an awful lot of slime. Ugh. So much mucus. All the surfaces are covered in uh, a thick mucus crust. Love it. And you've also found... Can we go uh, to the flowers universe next time? Yeah, yeah. I'll plot a course. Wait, I'm not the pilot. Whatever, I'll work it out. And you've also found uh, weird kind of floating maggot creatures made of mucus, which are psychic as well. Just to add insult to injury. So after a climactic battle in the uh, kind of bridge of the ship, Mm -hmm. you fell quite far down into the belly of the Son of the Silent Age, and you found the med bay, which had been kind of quarantined and uh, sealed off. And going inside, you found three uninfected crew members who had sadly died while in suspended animation. And you also found... It's not very good suspended animation. No. They were... <laughs> it's, it's infinitely suspended. Yeah. Mm. Until we cure death. Forever. They are fine. Mental note. They will not Cure move. death. <laughs> and you also found Aaron Wan, who is a mechanical humanoid who is immune to the virus and has himself been... 
well, he's basically the only survivor. And he failed in trying to save his crew. Mm. And now you're here. And his message to you is basically, well, you know, I'm pretty sad because my crew is dead. I see you now as my responsibility. You responded to my distress beacon. We have to get out, but we cannot bring the virus with us because that is the big reveal. The crew has been infected by a kind of weird macro virus. And basically the mucus, every particle is this intelligent virus. Mm hmm which is driving the bodies of the infected and is forming these kind of psychic mucus maggot things. I'm okay, though. Nick is okay. Capella is okay because the wish energy in your blood... Because I just took a big puff, as it were. Essentially, is enough <laughs> to sterilise your blood yeah. and drive the virus out. Because basically, whatever science we know, <laughs> you break it. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so when we left our heroes, you had begun kind of pooling resources where Aaron Wong's limited research into the virus, coupled with Capella's bizarre reality-altering wish powers, Rutua and your scientific knowledge. Uh, and we were down in the med bay, and yeah. that's kind of where we left off. Okay, so, re-entering mm. the excitement. Yeah. <clears throat> your moment of peace is shattered oh, no. by an almighty bang on the door to the med bay. That's not good. Capella, give me like an entire armful of blood and then go sort that out. Sort that out on my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so have you, um, you know, are you in the process of kind of drawing... I would like, uh... I would like a, a sizable sample of Capella in some way. <laughs> okay, so we shall say that you're just in the process of, yeah. you know, drawing... Piping some out. Yeah. Blood. Uh, there is a second bang followed by a third which begins to kind of build... In frequency, um, while As you, if someone's trying to get in. Well, or? that's very perceptive yeah. because while you cannot see through the door, you recognize the sound of angry arms yeah. banging on a door is universal. Basically, <laughs> uh, Aaron One mm -hmm. immediately rises to his feet. Uh, Lynette, you were trying to repair his mm -hmm. shoulder, and he runs over and kind of slams his hand, his metallic hand, down on a security button next to the door. There was, as you remember, there was this kind of like quarantiny tent around mm -hmm. it. And you see, like, the little control panel flash red. And he says, he tells you that he's he's driven the security locks through. However, you know... How, how long will it hold? I don't mm. think this will hold. And the banging is getting increasingly loud. Okay. Mm. What are your options, people? What would you like to do? I say, hello. <laughs> <laughs> can I help? <laughs> um, no, can don't. we, in any way, access the ship's environmental controls from here? No. Um, you know that the heart is where the magic happens, which was up on the bridge. Lynette, can you, in any way, access the ship's <laughs> environmental controls from uh, here? I can certainly try. I can patch into some bits of electronic... <laughs> You know, consoles yeah, console that I can find. Okay, um, well, I mean, there's well, down in the med bay, the science mm -hmm. bay, there's a fair number of those. Could okay. you please take a uh, deduction check? Okay, so that is seven for me. Yes. I'm very deducing. Ooh, ooh, it's good. Ooh, <laughs> 11. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, you begin tinkering away and, you know, it's kind of as you suspected. You cannot access uh the, you know the ship-wide environmental controls from here however you can uh, you were immediately able to get like a small printout like a small kind of like uh schematic of this floor of the ship and you can tell that um while you know there's clearly something quite unpleasant in the corridor outside 
there is a ventilation shaft ah, okay. and a ventilation cool. network you can access. Which is how large? Well, um, I think it would be large enough for... A cat? <laughs> <laughs> large enough for a cat. I would say at a push, even large enough for the three of you. Okay. Like yeah. it's maybe not long, but it might. It may be able, you may be able to get into the cavity wall or kind of move into the next room. Us. I mean, he's kind of a human shaped. Isn't I would say Aaron Wan. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. I would certainly like I to come with you. I would like to not be here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um, okay. Well, I need to um, get as much information as I possibly can into my scanner. Is there? <sighs> my scanner is not really set up to do any serious like vaccine production study kind of thing which for Lynette and I I'm quite keen to have okay well look I mean um, you're able to download all of Aaron Wan's research Aaron Wan himself is coming with coming with you because yeah at this point Aaron Wan is kind of like grabbing up a small bag he's kind of like putting mm-hmm. a few small pieces he can in it you know little yeah. tools and ogs and eggs like blood samples that kind of thing at the same time there is a minor explosion from somewhere near the door and you hear something kind of crack and fuse from within and you're kind of aware that you only have a few minutes ahead of you. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Lynette, where does the ventilation shaft go? Uh, well, I look at the blueprint <laughs> and, and I say... And the, bl- <laughs> <laughs> and the blueprints tell you that, I mean, you know the arrangement of... Generally, the arrangement of the floor of a ship, central corridor, rooms along the side. Mm-hmm. This ventilation shaft, which, if you can imagine, is kind of like actually a ground floor. You know, like if you kind of pulled a uh, kind of plate right. off right. the wall. Off you, off right. the wall off yeah, so sorry, it's it's on the wall, but kind of like uh, no At higher than like mid thigh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, it would kind of take you. It would run kind of behind another room, if you will, it would okay. kind of take you towards the rear of the ship. And what, enter into another room? It would enter into another room. You'd have like a kind of short, kind of little... So at least that crawl. means we can get away from whatever's banging Yeah. 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 Okay. So, okay, so um, I just as a little urgency, Aaron Aaron Wan, who's now kind of like shoved a few things in his bag, is saying like, you know, we you know, we have to yeah. get out of here because... Okay. So um, if you guys all go first and I'll stand by the door, uh-huh. if it breaks, I can do something like force field it, yeah. barricade it or something to buy us more time. But I'd rather not have to use a wish on that. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you'll have many more guns. Uh, Aaron Wan, just as a little incentive, would just like to say, uh, you know, we if we leave this world and we can get off this world without any trace of the, of the virus, you know, we'll be oh, you know, that, that's good. That's what we have to do. But like, if any any fragment of this virus makes it across, you know, okay. we're all screwed. And you know, if things get bad, if we can't get out, you know. We may we can't risk it getting hold of the future legend. Okay, you know. So we need to cure it before we get there. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like you, if you can either guarantee if you can make it across safely, mm-hmm. and you know, guarantee we'll solve it on the ship. Fine, but it's like we cannot let mm. this virus make it out into the extraverse again. Okay. 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 I would like you all. Okay, so that's the plan. That's you know, the plan. We're going to start feeding We're going, I'm going into... to clambering into a ventilation shaft. Yeah. Very half lifey. Okay, <laughs> I would like you all to take a strategy check. That's a bad sign. Oh no. None. Three. One. <laughs> you all die. Okay. Um, Three's alright. That's half what I could have had. <laughs> so, um, you know, before you have uh, time to put your plan into action. Of course. The door explodes ah. with a flash of kind of pink energy. Pink? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Vibrant pink 
kind of flash of energy. I so like it. it's more than just hands now. We're talking boom, talking, you know. Yeah, okay, so... Um, da, 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 da. Capella. Hello. You... Uh, da, 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 da. I would like you to... Uh... No, you've taken... I'm running through it in my head, sorry. Okay, you, uh, you, your wits are about you. Mm-hmm. You, you. You at least are able to just kind of like cover your face. You look up and you see framed in the doorway a one of these kind of bizarre maggot-like creatures. Oh, floating. Floating, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, and there's this weird kind of pink aura mm-hmm. kind of shimmering in the air about it and it attacks i'm gonna need some dice oh. yeah okay da, 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 da. only two dice though <laughs> it's okay it's all right <laughs> okay uh I, I will take a few more just for just for safety's sake okay so i'm trying to remember how this works now because i'm getting a little rusty uh it attacks and da, 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 da. I'm really struggling here. What am I missing? What's, what's the problem? Because this is an issue, you know, if, if the rules are unclear. Yeah. yeah. It's, may, it's maybe just like maybe the back of my, my brain is not working. I'm just trying to think. You are dribbling. If it's attacking, you? you need to pick a stat that it's attacking with. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And then you roll the number of dice. Depends whether it's psychically or physically. And Nick would choose how he's doing. Is it attacking yeah. me? I'm yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, unless I'm missing something, uh, it's uh, it's going to attack you. So, it's kind of like flare of pink energy blasts out from its head okay. towards you. And it has a head? <laughs> it's like a lava. <laughs> yeah, it kind of has like an I'm, I'm picturing Kakuna from Pokemon, uh. but like purple and slimy, basically. <laughs> mm. I don't know if that's accurate. You know, I'm glad that my descriptive thing came across, because oddly enough, when I first came up with these things years ago... Oh, did you? Um, yeah, Kakuna was oddly enough like a <laughs> touchstone. Yeah. Real inspiration for him. Okay, so um, help me out here, guys, because I'm, I'm feeling a bit dim all of a sudden. Uh, if we're attacking, uh, say it's going to attack with a psychic attack, yeah. right? Obviously, um, how do we decide? This well, that's probably going word? to be a mental stat that it's attacking be will, with, is it? isn't it? Yes, yeah, so it's probably be will. willing you to be dead. Yeah, yeah. It's overpowering your yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. So, is we... this its freezing sort of immobilizing ray? That it no, has? no. Uh, it has like a physical attack. Oh, oh, right. Which, which, it, which you kind of. The three of you witnessed in the battle of yeah, it yeah, also yeah. has a kind of like a like a psychic uh, they're both psychic you know one's like a kind of so one does impact your yeah, damage yeah. and one, one of them affects your brain yeah right yeah. Okay. so well, I think you can that is a tricky one actually isn't it because yeah. it's well, like concussive force if, yeah. if it's if it's hitting you kind of telekinetically I mean I guess you could make the argument that it is willing still yeah. willing you it's still using a mental I mean, stat to do physical damage I could defend it physically. you could like defend magic, it physically yeah. isn't it it's almost like magic yeah. so if you were a wizard I would say that you would use will as your magic it's like attack, isn't it? yeah. yeah. So I would say, it's but that may that. cause someone physical damage, and they yeah. could defend. So with I'll a physical... block with a physical stat. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a, that's that's the question though, because I'm I'm struggling to remember how we did this the last. Time I think around. originally we said that if you if you can defend an attack with any stat that kind of makes sense in the situation, but if you are being attacked physically, you probably need to defend physically. Like if you're, if mm. someone's in the process of attacking you, you can't charm them out of it. No, like you might be able to charm them you... out of it up until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, <laughs> if you could do this sort of yeah brain preparation, like, yeah, like I don't know, force field, you could use will to defend against. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. whatever makes sense. In so maybe context. I need to. This, put is, some... this is that case. This is a special ability that they have. The same way that you know, I have a laser pistol that gives me plus one. You know, yeah. it's it's it, it's a special thing. Like yeah. it's it's Something a card, it and do. yeah, 
yeah, so I, so this is where I, I need to kind of like uh, give some kind of you know flavor text. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, in so much as you know, this blast of psychic energy lashes towards Nick. Yeah. I mean, if we're saying like it's traveling like. Psychic energy, like you know, is it conceivable they can block that he? You know, well, is it a or... telekinetic attack or a telepathic attack? It's um, visible, right? It's yeah, it's, it's visible. It's like a, a kind of. So I'd see a charge, a light, a glow. Yeah, yeah. I feel an imminent expulsion of charge. I would say, particularly for a lamp user, you could probably dispel that or and I, guard and I've against got an it. Affinity with energy, because I've got an idea about what I'm going to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want me to tell you that? Okay, so yeah, this is maybe. So maybe I just say. Okay, I think you're thinking too hard about the rules. Maybe I am. Yeah. I'm kind of like I'm trying to meta game it. Was Don't meta game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's so, hard when we're making the game at the same time. Okay, so an arc of pink energy lashes towards you. We have a split second. To okay. React. So I would like to use a wish to mm-hmm. generate two golden circular shields that form on the sort on the sort of backs of my forearms. Nice. Yeah. I would sort of raise to sort of like defend myself out of instinct, but I'd like to probably use inspiration for this because I think. Thinking quickly in order to generate a wish that fast is probably going to require inspiration. Okay. I'm going okay. to say. Uh, yeah. Um, or would you say that's dexterity? You could argue. I mean... Um, you know what? It, it I'd like be... to argue it's dexterity because I've got more of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is fine though because like an attack is coming towards you. You're kind of... You're responding with speed. Mm. Yes, I'm responding with speed. Re- yeah. reflex, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Dexterity. You're and basically what I'm up. doing is I'm very quickly picturing what I want to generate. Mm-hmm. And then doing it as a reaction. Yeah, but I'm very used to using my wish energy, so that would come somewhat naturally to me. And okay, it's defensive it's... entirely. Okay, so we'll say like you've activated your first wish, mm-hmm. and like you did with the gauntlets and the sword in the previous play, in the previous session, you've made a construct. Yes. Okay. A physical object that will last a little while. Okay, so we'll say that because you spontaneously generated a shield, we'll say that the shield. Do you want me to roll for the generation of the shield? No, no, no. We'll say no. it's happened, but okay, we we'll say right. um, as, two shields. Or yeah, as kind of with the gauntlets, it's like you are building a weapon. Yes. So now you have the weapon. Okay. As long as it, so we'll say that the weapon gives you a plus two advantage. When okay. You, okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, the attack hits, uh, and I would like you to make. Well, you have to defend. I basically. do. So that, and that's a plus two uh, that, that the shields are giving me. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's I'm guessing to my strength well yeah i mean if you're if it's physically like you're just stopping power yeah. then that sounds like strength to me okay so, that's so you get two naturally then. with strength and then yeah, you get and two my plus two for my shield yeah. So. yeah okay here we go that's a bad roll that's only two okay um this uh hits and you take uh three damage okay i'm afraid i'm afraid too john <laughs> <laughs> okay um Lynette, you see uh, this blast hit Capella square mm-hmm. on. Uh, she's able to throw up the shields, but clearly it kind of takes some damage. What do you want to do? Oh, at this point, have I got any sense of where Jason is at all? Like, no, you you can sense that he's just not around. Near. Okay. Okay. No, but uh, but you're not sure where. Right. Okay. Um, so he's not going to help. <laughs> but no, the question is, I mean, like. Um, well, I mean, I've got a laser pistol. Is it feasible that just I mean, would I just hit Nick? Just, just get in ventilation. Sorry, not Nick. Just pile out. Capella. No, no, I think I. Just I, get out. No, I I'm think holding it. I've got you, a shield. Just get out. <laughs> if, if you want, you have a decent shot. Okay. If you want to try and take it. Um, I certainly think I would probably fire at it. Um, okay. <laughs> if we kill it, this we was can the plan. Keep going. The Don't plan worry, I hold it and you'd get out. Don't worry, I'm going to hide in the ventilation shaft. So Good. It's fine. I'm glad you're respecting the plan. <laughs> This is what I said. I said I'd hold and you go. 
All oh, right. Well, you're shouting at me to. Get That's out. exactly, exactly <laughs> what's happening it. right now. Right. Fine. Okay. Um, well, then, in which case, I I bundle into the ventilation shaft. Okay. So you leap in. Yeah. Um, I also leap into the ventilation shaft as <laughs> least clumsily, clumsily as I can with a massive Eva helmet on and Who has just my longer and limbs. And a spear. <laughs> yeah, and a spear. Uh, no, it's a bit of a squeeze for you, but yeah. you Don't are able to kind of get in. Uh, I will do my best. Aaron is uh, going to uh, hop in as well, Great reluctantly, stuff. as it is. Okay, so... Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the creature uh, fixes you in its gaze once more. And, it has uh, an eye now? It kind of does. I imagine it's got little bulbous eyes, like Kakuna. Yeah, okay, okay, so I need Kakuna. to look at this Pokemon it's clearly. It's like... kind of embryonic kind of maggot thing floating in okay. there. But there's definitely a head. Okay. Like I said, it's like not... a maggot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, it fixes you with its gaze, its terrible psychic gaze, and a second last lashes towards you. So I'd like you to respond. Again, with defence. Yep. Or, you know, or, you know, what do you want to do? I think um, at this point I still probably will because I'm covering... Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm covering for But this is an example of how, say, you want to make a case of, well, I'm going to defend with dexterity. Like, I'm going to leap aside or something like that, you know? Mm. Oh, I see. Okay. So, I mean, look, surely that would. Oh, yeah, that sounds absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, so this blast flashes towards you. Yeah, you know what? I will do that. I'll mm. defend with dexterity because I'm afraid of the damage again. So, I will aim to sort of roll out the way of this one. Okay, okay. great. You do like that Captain America roll on your shield. On my shield. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one did you uh, log your damage from the last I did, yeah, hit yeah. as well okay uh, it's uh, sadly it glances you and mm-hmm. you take uh, two further damage okay more for the team mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm here for <laughs> uh-huh. okay okay um, um, does I'm, I don't want to tell you your job but shouldn't Nick get a chance to respond now like, yeah no I, th- I think yeah, that's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, now the combat got... is literally just the two of them. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Please keep me honest here because, uh, okay, yes. I'd like to say that I can sort of, over a very short range, push these shields away and back kind mm-hmm. of thing. Kind of like Captain America throws his shield and they bounce around the room. It's less like that, but it's more like a sort of push Shove. and then it returns shunt. to me. kind of Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. a shunt. Probably does very little physical damage, but put, keeps things away kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and so I would like to push it to buy time to get into the shaft myself. Okay, that's fine. So you just kind of like um, blast this uh, the shield, shield goes up. away and then back and like bonk pushes it backwards. Okay, so well pick yeah. a stat and and attack. I'm gonna go. You might f- confuse it if you do a good job. It might do. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for. Um, I'm gonna go for strength because it's it's an impact launch sort of attack, and mm-hmm. I have plus two with the shield anyway. So. Oh, for six. Hey, that's pretty that's good. Not bad. Oh wow, yeah, that's uh, super effective. Excellent. Uh, it's cr- super gone into effective. space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, of course, that these things, as far as you, you're aware, are made of mucus. Mm. You know, uh, you actually smash it against a wall. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yes, that's what. It just kind of just just. <laughs> Ew. Well, the med bay isn't clean anymore, at least. <laughs> no. So you're like, yeah, this is great. I feel feel pretty good. You know, uh, about at that point. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, three of the strange zombies lurch into the room after it. Okay. Um, well, I think I would already be turning tail yeah. to move into the ventilation, so I'm going to make a break for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could roll dexterity if you want me to do that. No, or... I, don't, I, think, I don't think you need to. Okay, I, I will en- enter the, the shaft and shout down it. Oh my god, move, guys! <laughs> we got zombies! Um, I will uh, probably close it behind me as well. Just to buy us a bit of time. 
Cool. Just close the little shaft door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Grant. Okay, so you narrowly make it into the ventilation shaft. I think we were following Lynette, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, a few kind of like scrabbling arms after you. Uh, but sadly, the zombies don't appear don't appear to be coordinated enough to kind of like make it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Make it in. Excellent. Okay, so uh, the well, I guess you're now kind of making your way in single file mm-hmm. down this ventilation shaft, bonk, and you can hear bonk, kind of like bonk, this. I'm going bonk, bonk, bonk. You can, hear, <laughs> you can hear a very distressing kind of uh, snarling and howling mm-hmm. behind you from the creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what's what's going okay, on? Well, you're leading. I don't think is there is there any where to turn or options or do I just lead us straight to the end to the next room? You kind of like uh, you um, you realize that the ventilation shaft stretching away from you mm-hmm. is a straight line. There's okay. really not much going on okay. at all, and it's actually not massively long either. So cool. you make your way along, and you uh, there is a little grill mm-hmm. covering covering away. You can see through the grill a darkened room, just another. Another room within the vessel. What uh, was keeping this ventilation shaft sterile? <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point, actually. <laughs> well, to be fair, um, Aaron one did have a sort of sealed room within the room. Yeah, they? I mean, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, like, he, uh, you know, maybe you broke the seal when you yeah. uh, entered mm-hmm. the ventilation shaft. We're infected now. We went through the weird shower thingy doodle. You were clean at one yeah. point, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. okay, so I can see through into the dark room. Did what you can say? you see, mm. Lynette? What can you see? <laughs> Do you still have your helmet lights? Like, I'm yeah. no longer... Am I still in my suit? Yeah, I think, oh, I think we will have all stayed in our suits. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I plan to stay I in think my that's suit. Fair. Okay, well, I think the grill is really going to obstruct my vision properly. So I think I'm going to poke my head out and sort of loosen the grill, ease it open and see... Just poke out and see what I can see. Poke out. With, obviously with my headlight. On. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you enter um, this darkened room and you can see that, well, it's very dark, but thankfully you have your torches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that, thankfully, the room is empty. Uh, it was once, uh, you know, uh, a cabin, someone lived here. The door to the main corridor mercifully has been kind of jammed shut by okay. falling debris and the like. You can see that the ceiling above you has collapsed. At some point, thankfully, the room above you, from you know, through the hole, also appears to be empty. There's a smell of kind of, well, you can't smell it, but there's a sense of, you know, damp, rotting wood. Thankfully, this area appears mostly sealed off from the rest of the ship. Okay. So the door that would lead us out to the corridor where they were banging yeah. on and subsequently came through yeah. um, is blocked yes. on this level. Yes, on this level, at right. least. Okay, is there a door in the room above that perhaps would open? Yes, I mean, there's kind of like, there's a certain symmetry to it. So mm-hmm. looking up through the hole in the ceiling, you can see another once habited... Okay, boat diagram here. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a room above that yeah. room. Yes, yeah. like yeah, so you can see that there is a door to uh, the corridor okay. through there. Well, I guess I, I say, you know, it's safe. You can, you can come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would do, I guess, like perception, whatever... The closest to perception would be is that knowledge or is it, no deduction i suppose mm, yeah that makes sense um so i don't know whether there's anything worth deducing but i'm gonna do one anyway if that's why uh, just uh, to, to you, just look around to see is there anything of interest in this room or uh no i think no need for a check no? i'll tell okay. you like uh it's simply it was once a living right living quarter okay so yeah i think uh if anything you know the three of you need to work out your kind of plan mm. now well i'm going to this room looks reasonably 
pleasant compared to what's about to come up behind us. So I'm going to sit sit in the corner with my scanner and as much stuff as I can and just like I'm working on this research while I've got the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest I mean, of the rest of you can figure out what to do. I'm trying to make this vaccine. I'm quite conscious of the fact that we kind of we, we, it would be good to cure it here before yeah. we left. And then yeah, if you can then solve the it. Ship's not contaminated yeah, yeah. In any and then way. if you can solve it, but don't administer it until we're out. Yeah. But before yeah. we get bo- aboard the future. But that's what I'm going to like turn all my mind to. So um Okay. I don't know, can I maybe do a knowledge check to see if I discover anything immediately? Or inspiration. I could use ins- my inspiration sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could borrow from the world though. I haven't done that for a while. Would borrow you like a cup of tea? <laughs> oh yeah. How much does it give you? <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> How are you? How are oh, you yeah. going to get it in yeah, through how are you the? Tea? Uh, yeah, one one suits no, I think um, yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do an inspiration check, but I'm actually going to borrow two soul from the universe. Sounds fair. So I end up with three for my inspiration check. Great stuff. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, I've forgotten actually. Oh, oh no! I got one. <laughs> I got one. I got one. Um, well, I mean, it's uh, it's not much in the way of inspiration, but you you can tell that sadly, uh, it may be beyond you, given the tools at your disposal uh, to synthesize a vaccine. I did one worry that that might be an issue. That what we needed was probably in the yeah. med bay. Well, if you're looking to, I mean, but one thing you can glean, I mean, you you've not got the solution, but what you can tell is that this is perhaps, it's not something you're going to be able to do on the fly, and certainly not with um, a horde of angry okay. beings behind you. I mean, we have a medbay on the future legend, I'm sure. I'm presu- I mean, I'm guessing that, I'm making a huge assumptions here, but since the future legend runs with a crew of an engineer, a punching person, and a scientist, it's probably a fairly science-based ro- route that we run. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we probably don't, yeah. we don't come up against much kind of combat and such like or even much trade necessarily or maybe we trade in scientific goods that sort of thing well no like i said um the inspiration check you took uh it's not giving you an outright solution Mm -hmm. but it is telling you what won't work and from your expertise you can tell that conventional science is perhaps not going to help you at this moment Mm. (laughs) maybe we should just get out Mm. we should Mm. focus on getting out okay i mean is that perhaps we um climb on each other's shoulders and get out of that get into a big trench coat on yeah. the floor <laughs> uh, i'd like to talk to aaron if i may yeah um aaron is there another sort of scientific facility on this ship at all no I, this this is, and he tells you that this is all all they have i mean like in his experience and his extensive you know time mm-hmm. serving on a vessel he'd never encountered anything like this he did everything he could i mean he is the, the yeah. knowledge you have now okay is the best i mean how in, about um are there extra stores of sterilizing fluid anywhere no, he's, he yeah. he thinks this is it now. Like mm. we need to find a way. His his primary concern is cleansing the three of you, mm-hmm. basically, just making sure you're okay. I'm thinking course... like we could we could get back to the future legend, but not take our suits off, so mm-hmm. that we're kind of sealed away. Mm. And then all we have to do is make sure the outside of the suits is sterile. Ah, but he did say, of course, that essentially the three of you have already been exposed. Yeah, but we're if we stay inside the suits, we don't contaminate anything else. Whilst maybe using the future legends facilities to create something that would help if our suits are mucky with mucus yeah but if our suits are dirty that won't help but it will if we synthesize a yeah but um... i mean like but of course aaron's saying of course the only the only one he's not worried about is capella Hmm. Hmm. well it's to do with lamps isn't it yes the energy in my veins yeah so is there how many more lamps do you have 
Like you don't have any with you, but what do you have back on the ship? Oh, I've got like a, I've got a farm. Mm-hmm. Probably got a good like maybe ten or so that are ready. I five if that or so would that purge us of the. You, you get addicted. Lamps? You, if you take lamps, you're going to get addicted like me. You'll all become. You have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have enough lamps on the ship to service all of your addiction. <laughs> all, all, all you know is that the energy. They're mine. <laughs> all they know is that the energy, kind of like moving through your body, has effectively sterilized your body of the virus. Well, basically, um, and then our, pro- our priority, I suppose, is to get out before your lamp runs out, so that you at least are clean. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Um, I'd have to get reinfected, wouldn't I? Mm. Well, um, Nick, could you give me? An inspiration check. I certainly can. I've got three. Five. Better. You determine that while it would be a little risky, you think you may be able to apply your energy manually through touch to essentially sterilise your kind of... I was bulking at this at first because I was afraid that I would hurt them. But if yeah. I've sort of had this moment but of realization, you think this may this. just be the best damn option you have it at might this be the point. Only option we've got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In which case, we don't want to do that here because we'll just get reinfected as we go out. Because we're well, in our suits. We're in our right? suits. Yeah, yeah, you're in your suits at the moment. Like, That's true. if we take our helmets off now, and I touch you, and attempt to do this, and then we resuit up, assuming it all works out. Mm. I mean, this room out. hasn't been touched by. The virus. I'm well, it's not airtight. I mean, no. I guess at this point anyway. you can't can you... guarantee. No, but if we get, like, if you help us, and then by yeah, you're kind of you're you kind of you're kind of reminded of the fact that like, the sky is kind of the limit here. Yeah. It would be well within. It'd be simplicity itself. I mean, the basic shapes you've constructed for com- uh, combat. It would be well within your power to create a small localized area. Maybe require some focus. What, to create a sterile area? Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, this energy, you're like a, an ocean of energy mm. kind of bubbling under your skin at the moment. Like, you don't think it would take a crazy amount of application to be able to, well, sterilise yourself, your colleagues, mm-hmm. How local many floors area. are there above us, by the way? Uh, it's a three-storey. So thing. we can get into the middle storey and then yeah. there's another storey above that. Yeah. I'm just wondering if we fight our way out first and then you fix us... What if on the planet surface? Because I can you use the other two wishes whilst you're still running this one, and then if you, because if you have to expend your wishes to do this, you pass out and you're no longer protected, and there's nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, you I, are the powerhouse. Yeah, so. I think, I, think be... I can run wishes in parallel, but obviously I'd use them up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, bear in mind, like you know, there's this infinite amount of uh, kind of power at your disposal mm. uh, but in three very condensed bursts so <laughs> while uh, it would be a complex thing to do maybe with the guidance of Rituar mm-hmm. and the knowledge of Aaron Wan you might be able to make this work yeah okay um, so do you want to do it now or do you want to wait I think we should get out of the ship first because we're not actually ill yet like no. we're infected but we're not ill we should get out of the ship out onto the grey desert outside then do it and then get back to the future legend and nuke mm. the place from space okay I'll save a wish <laughs> I'll save a wish then okay at that precise moment of course <laughs> <laughs> you hear a kind of rumbling okay I'm just gonna let that sink in <laughs> you hear uh, a rumbling which is familiar I would like you all to take a knowledge check oh. mine's very bad 
And um, Ali, mm. uh, Lynette, I'm going to give you an advantage <laughs> on this because Ooh. it relates to something mechanical. Oh, okay. So Six, extra, one extra if it, yeah, yeah, you get you get a bonus on things. Nice. I got zero. Ooh, I got four. Seven. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, kind of like putting putting the engineer of a mechanic out of a job. <laughs> um, you, you, um, Rutua, you, you, you say out loud, that sounds like the engine cycling up oh, and, shit. I don't that, that's bad that's bad kill it Le, kill it dead and uh, Lynette mm. you agree I do agree with your extensive knowledge, <laughs> your extensive knowledge as a mechanic and engineer mm-hmm. uh, and I just go <laughs> you start chewing on a piece of timber <laughs> uh, no the uh, Aaron Wan is like uh, while uh, his his face is you know made of metal it is wonderfully expressive and you see his expression sink he was like oh no the engines he goes we tried to scupper the ship like this mm-hmm. is exactly what i tried to prevent but you you have to understand like the virus is intelligent it moves with intent and up until your arrival it has been dormant because it had no nothing to do nothing mm-hmm. to go out i mean the engine is damaged it's unstable like mm. who knows what it's attempting but maybe it's trying to, to fire up the ship again mm-hmm. How long would a ship this size take to cycle up, Ali, Lynette? Good question. And I say... <laughs> you take another knowledge check, please? <laughs> Do I get my advantage again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five. Okay, you you can tell that um, the ship... Um, it, it very much depends on the uh, you know health of the ship. Yeah. But you reckon the ship could be operational, the kind of multi-drive or no um uh, the piercing array the you reckon this ship could be mobile again within 20 minutes assuming wow. it's in a state that where it would even operate i mean yeah. aaron wong tells you that like you know the crew members the surviving crew members who who damaged the engine mm. didn't even return mm. like the last their last living act was to bring the ship down okay he cannot guarantee that the engine because he's just been kind of Mm. Whole, you know, secured away. So either this ship run is away, about to burst. Run away, run either away. this ship is about to burst into the extraverse, or yeah, it's about to explode. We can't leave because <laughs> if it burst. takes off, even if we've got off of it and it leaves this yeah. universe, then the, it's going to affect the extraverse. Continues. Do we um, have? Do we have floor... any weaponry on the future legend? Even? I was like, about could to we ask take that, it down. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, they're usually not armed. These mm. ships. Well, and the question is also like, uh, while you may have some minor weaponry on the future legend would Timbar be willing to kill you by well the dream would well, we be we need to get, get out, out and then Timbar yeah. bombs the place <laughs> that would be ideal <laughs> but uh, you know you, you currently cannot communicate with Timbar what floor is engineering on uh, Lynette is it on <laughs> uh, you know what I won't, I won't make you uh, take check. a check <laughs> you just know that it would be at the rear of the ship on the lower the floors okay. the floor yeah. we're on Which yeah floor Except okay. that we can't get out through the door no. we're currently in. So we Plus there's zombies up. in that corridor. Yeah, but if we run. <laughs> just wondering whether we go to engineering. Yeah. We need to get well, out there. Yeah. We need to go up, I suppose. We need to up, go up and then the down, corridor down again. And down. Yeah. And I would like to say the clock is now very much ticking. All right, I'm I, tall. I'm going to lift Lynette up and just shove her into the wait, we, room above us. Do we, have a, do we have a decision here? Are we going to engineering Are we or are we bailing on the ship? I think it, we need to stop the engines because yeah. okay. we can't guarantee that we can take the ship down if it takes off. Engineering then. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, let's go. Right. So, so yeah, I'm going to shove Lynette up. So if I need to do a strength check for that, I will. So that's a course of action. You're going to go up to the second yeah, floor yeah, corridor yeah. and try and make to your try way. and get out. Yeah. yeah. Grand. But it's like you're being noble. This is what I like about all of you. You're trying. <laughs> to, you're trying to get to. You're going to try and get to the engine room. That's basically. the idea. Yeah. yeah Grand. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm, I'm not even going to make you uh, okay. check. You're able to We're give so noble, he's giving it to us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so up here, can I just see the room? Yeah, it's basically, if you can imagine, most of the floor has caved out. Mm. There is a thick enough ledge, surviving ledge, maybe kind of like a, a metre wide, leading to the door, okay. to the corridor. Right. So I'm probably going to need to open this door before anyone else comes up here, because I'm taking up all the space yeah um right so does the door open the door um has no power because mm-hmm. again only the med bay had the power okay but um you know you reckon that with a bit of tinkering you'd certainly be able to okay open well i tinker with the door then okay <laughs> you know fine so um i'm gonna say that you have it at your ready mm-hmm. you know you could you i've know, climbed up in you've over yeah. okay so yeah and um Arangon helping him up as well yeah well, he's heavy <laughs> he could probably help me up. You are relatively strong. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. yeah, I reckon you'd be able to. I think of... bet- between the two of us, we can probably manage to get up, up the, to the next level somehow. Fine. Okay. Well, look, I'm just going to say. I'm like... basing this on the idea of I'm about sort of like eight foot tall, so I'm probably the best one to be yeah. shoving people through a ceiling. <laughs> okay. Basically, I mean, uh, you know, I'm just going to say, Lynette, like, you can open this door okay. at your when you're ready I'm just saying okay. like as, a, as mm-hmm. a team you know make sure you're all on the same page that this is all what right. you want I'm going to well, try and just like <laughs> put all of the stuff I've managed to grab from the med bay kind of around mm. and get my spear let's listen yeah. to the door and don't, don't forget like you, you have a gun as well I do have a gun no. but yeah. spears need two hands Nick whether you can have your shield one above one below in the doorway mm-hmm we can be pointing our guns <laughs> to the gaps and I can have, maybe have your spear yeah okay <laughs> so I'll take point anything. then yeah yeah fine <laughs> Okay, okay is everybody door. ready? Yep. Okay, door open. <laughs> you, uh, the door opens, and again, it has that kind of horrible screeching now sound where you can sense, you know, the motors are struggling. It wrenches open, and you get that cracking of mucus. And you Love step out into a humid corridor, <laughs> stepping out. Uh, remember the bridge? And how yeah. kind of damp and mucus that was? This is worse. Worse than that. It's like walking through a petri dish. There are thin, there are thick, rather layers of slime dropping from the ceiling, and okay. uh, yeah, the the walls are practically biological. Is there anything alive in the corridor? Well, I mean, other than walls. other than uh, all of that, yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing you can see other than a thick cover, like a really thick covering of mucus. I like, say we just like we mo- we, yeah. we motor. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I agree. Let's okay, go. to the stairs at the back. Okay, grand. So you start powering your way down the corridor, and the going is a little hard. You're kind of like, um, you know, it's, the mucus is in some places uh, maybe like six inches thick. Jeez. You know, this is a really kind of damp, horrible area. But looking down, you can see aside from the mucus, you mostly have an unobscured kind of path towards the edge, the end of the corridor. Mm-hmm. Okay, you make your way there without incident. Uh, you can have this kind of horrible sense of urgency now without rumbling. It's kind of growing in the background. You can hear the son of the silent age making screeching, kind of like moaning noises in the back. Uh, Lynette, as you know, an engineer, as a mechanic all your life, you know, the ship sounds like it's in pain. It's practically dead to begin with. You know, this is not a healthy ship. Uh, you're going to have serious doubts whether the ship will actually, you know, make it off the ground yeah. or not. But, you know, you have to be certain. Okay, so you make your way to the back of the ship and there is a stairwell going down which will take you back down to the ground floor. Bear in mind there were 
things pounding. You know, the ground yeah. floor mm-hmm. is where things were. But they'd entered uh, the they'd entered the med bay, hadn't they? Yes, that's true. So when you kind of crashed, you fell directly through, um, you know, kind of ship, uh, and you landed in quite a large pool. So mm-hmm. kind of as you go down, you're going to be on the far side of that pool, kind of behind some of the the wreckage. Actually, okay. so come okay. to think of it, the zombies probably can't get to you. Ah, through that bit okay. if you think about it so yeah okay so you descend the stairs <laughs> unless there are more zombies <laughs> oh, well, yeah. there are probably more zombies we, we've still got a bloody hulk to deal with as well there's yeah. like how many members of the crew unaccounted for at this point uh, we got up to about 13? 10 or something there were 10 unaccounted members and you saw 3 zombies burst into the room which means there's there's 6 more and the big dude yes right basically okay I right, didn't, we down, didn't kill any of them so I, I guess turn order here is like you go down with your shields I'll lead Lynette and Aaron pointing pointing guns all over the place mm-hmm. and I'll bring up the rear with I'm my spear. I'm holding two of... pistols, by yeah. the way, in the arms that are holding yeah. the shield. So. Fine. So as you descend down the stairs, down to the bottom of the ship, again, like on the bridge, you find that your way is obscured by, um, you know, a, like a, uh, a film mm. of mucus kind of stretching from ceiling to floor. You've dealt with this before. You know you can make your way through. I'll stab it with my spear. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So a bit, of, a bit of resistance, then it bursts. Yeah. Uh, you're no longer bothered by the rush of dank, hot, too much thick emission. air, which kind of pushes through, and you part this curtain of film and you enter the engine room. Lynette, break it. <laughs> okay. Shut it down.